Welcome into Buff Stampede Radio. Adam Munster Tiger, publisher of BuffStampede.com, joined by Tyler Ziskin, our fan correspondent, and Ryan Konigsberg, our senior writer. Normally, we are talking current events revolving around CU Athletics. Sometimes we have guests on. This week is a little bit different. This is the time of year to do it in June uh, when there's not a whole lot going on. Obviously, there's the summer camps for the football program and AAU season's about to kick off uh, in terms of the July evaluation period. But today we're going to have a fun show. It is Buff Stampede Radio Draft the Decade. Basically, what we're going to be doing on the show today is from a, a player pool of Colorado players from the 2004 season to the this through this past season, the 2013 season, we're going to be drafting Ryan, Tyler, and I are going to be drafting a team uh, based off those players. And then what we're going to do is we're going to we uh, are going to throw it out to the Buff Stampede Elite message board and where people can vote for the the team they are would be most excited about if it were to take the field for Colorado. So kind of a, a friendly competition, and we hope this is entertainment for you guys from the sense of bringing up some players that have maybe been graduated, haven't been in the program for a couple of years. So uh, kind of bring up some good memories. Now, I might contradict myself here. This, this era did not provide a lot of wins for the Colorado football program. There are a few positions as we were getting ready for this draft. We were like, wow, <laughs> there is no depth, particularly the off- offensive line from the last 10 years. But on the other side, there's also some guys where you're like, gosh, he was a really good player in a really bad era of Colorado football. So bringing up some of these names should be fun for you guys listening. Uh, We're going to do this draft in reverse order, and we have not determined uh, the draft order yet. So I guess, as as Ryan said, the lottery is going to take place on the air. I've got three cards, uh, and I'm going to shuffle them up right now, and I'm going to have Tyler and Ryan pick one, the lowest card. Uh, will be the third pick, and going up to the highest card will be the first pick. As an ace is the highest? That, There's no ace in these two you know, cards, know, so... That same... Go ahead and take a card, Tyler. What do you got? He's got three. I think he's drafting third. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan goes with six, and I have eight. So I'm the first pick, and I really don't want to pick first. I'll, I'll Does anybody you. want to swap with me? I'll trade you, yeah. All right, so Ryan is going to draft first. And uh, so then I'm going to take second, and then Tyler, you're going to take third. Okay. Do we want to? Uh, are we have an instant analysis here? Or do you want? Or are we going to talk about it after each round? How do you want to? I say just talk about each pick as you go and your okay. reasoning behind that pick, because obviously if we don't have some commentary here, it's going to get pretty yeah. boring for the listeners out there. So Ryan, without further ado, you have the first pick. Again, we are drafting Colorado football players from the 2004 season through the 2013 season. So think back, Jordan Dizon's freshman year, the Houston Bowl, that's the first team. And then last year, obviously, Sefa Lufau jumping in as the starting quarterback. That's the last season we're drafting here. Ryan, who, who do you got for me? Who's going to be your first pick with the, of this draft? With the first pick in the Buff Stampede draft, the decade 2014 draft, Ryan Konigsberg selects Joel Klatt, quarterback, number 14 out of Pomona High School. I like the pick. If I had the first pick, that's probably where I would have gone. Explain your reasoning. Um, I think, other than offensive line, I think quarterback was the um, shallowest position here. I think there's a big gap between Joel Klatt and whoever you want to put below him. Tyler Hansen, Cody Hawkins, Bernard Jackson. (laughs) There's no one who really um, compares to him. I think in that, and that's not even, I don't even think Joel Klatt was 
amazing. I just don't think anyone in this draft. Gets it speaks near him. more to depth at the position than it does about Joe Klatt, Obviously, you put me in a tough position here now because if I don't take a quarterback here, it could get really ugly for that position. And so I'm, I don't know if Tyler is hoping that I that I don't pick a quarterback, but I'm going to take a quarterback. I'm going to go with Tyler Hansen with the number two pick again. Obviously, Tyler Hansen does not deserve to be the number two pick in this draft, but I don't want to get stuck without a quarterback. And so I'm going to go Tyler Hansen. Tyler, you are up now with the third pick. I think, can I comment on yours? Yes. Okay, so for me, I love that you just picked him because to me there's little to no separation between the next person and Hansen. So now I can take Well, I'm going to disagree with that whenever you pick whoever you pick. No, that's fine. But but I can take him whenever I want now because You might take quarterback after long snapper now. Yeah. Because I don't have to – I mean, I know I'm getting him because yeah. there's only three. So that's – I like this. This starts off nicely for me. I'm going to go with Nate Solder. You can give me the cornerstone of my squad here. Um, I think similar to Ryan's argument, he is by far and away the best lineman we've had in the last decade. Um, I think Tom Brady would agree. And picking third, I'm really happy to get him because he would have been my first pick. He, I went back and forth with that. Yeah. But <clears throat> I still think – the second best offensive lineman is better than the second best quarterback. That I'll agree with. But now, Tyler, we're going in reverse order, so you're going to get yeah, the, I'm gonna go the first pick of the here. second round I'm as well. I'm going to go again here. And I'm going to go with, uh, let's see. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Paul Richardson. Okay. And I think th- this one is, there's a there's a, three guys that I would look at strongly and say, <clears throat> I want, I want now. So hopefully one of them lasts through. And I think, I think that you're starting with cornerstones here. At Paul proved that even with average quarterback play, he can produce big time numbers. And I don't think any other quarterback, or sorry, any other wide receiver on this list can say the same. So. Yeah, but you don't have anyone to throw to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he last year he still had a pretty yeah, good season. I mean, he, that's what, he put up big numbers with no quarterback. So it would have been great to see Paul Richardson with Joel Klatt. Better maybe. I'll I don't be, like any of the quarterbacks. I'll be honest, guys. Tyler. I, I love that pick. That that was that was a, a pretty solid two picks right yeah, there. I'm happy with those two. I kind of regret trading the first. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I still have a chance to rebound here. He it, traded it for nothing. Also, <laughs> he just didn't want to go first. For some he, reason, I thought you were gonna take somebody else. I didn't. I thought Clat would follow me at number two. That didn't happen. So. With my number two pick, I'm going to pick the best pass rusher on this list, Abraham Wright. Okay. Okay. Interestingly, I agree there. I I thought I might be a little high on him, but I have him first too. Interesting. A a good pass rusher is a guy that can disrupt the game on every possession. Right. And there's a a couple other good pass rushers on this list, but no one in Abe Abe Wright's category. Now, we're we're talking off what these guys did in college, not their professional, because Abe Wright didn't really fit well into the NFL but he was a college player. He was one of the top pass rushers oh, in the yeah. country his I senior agree 100%. year. I mean, this is this is one of the positions we were talking about beforehand. You look at the guys on this list, there's not a lot of draft picks in there out of a decade, which is crazy to see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, if, if you want a pass rusher, I, he's the number one guy for me too. So. so now we're on to the next pick, and that is the final pick of the second round, Ryan Koenigsberg. Um, I'm who is gonna... uh, who is not uh, even whoever you pick here? I know it's not a confident pick because you look a little nervous about this pick. <laughs> yeah, I just I kind of want to mix things up here. I don't know. What is there a clock that I need to stay on here? <laughs> yeah, you got to talk. This, this is supposed to be entertainment here for the listeners yeah. out there. Um, 
this could be controversial. Um, with my second pick, I'm going to keep together a connection here, and I'm going to go to another position that I think was kind of weak in depth, and I'm going to take a tight end in Joel Kloppenstein. Interesting. I don't really like that pick. but yeah. <laughs> Let's just start analyzing each other's picks here. So for me, we have one tight end, right? That's the most that we're taking. That's what the Correct. Is on the list. Yeah. So for me, the top three are all really good. So I agree. Was, so that would have been one of the ones. It's another one for me that no matter who I get, I would have been clear. I agree. The two other guys on the list, I can yeah. sit till the very end of this draft now. Yeah. And honestly, the two guys are splitting hairs, so I'm not going to really be bummed if you take one of them earlier. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree the same way. I mean, it's one of my connections. He's, yeah, he's, he wants those local cats. I like my, my Colorado guys, but I'm going to have to step out of Colorado and actually off the entire mainland for this pick um, and go out and get a guy who finished fourth in career tackles at Colorado, first in solo stops, first and third down stops. The list goes on. The great linebacker out of Hawaii, Jordan Dazon. It's hard to disagree with that pick, Ryan. A uh, guy that obviously we were kind of talking about earlier. Uh, this is a rough era of CU football. It kind of starts with some of the scandal issues and then multiple coaching changes. But Jordan Dazon is one of those guys that – had a really good career in in not so great era, um, and but he did get to participate in a bowl game, you know, two bowl games. Uh, so yeah, um, I, mean, I would, so I would say most you know, of the guys. The that pre- are yeah, the premise of this list here, based on Colorado careers, I mean, I think you could argue his was the best out of anyone. So yeah, I mean, I, I was a little surprised to see him last this long to begin with. So it's back to me, and this pick I'm kind of torn with. I think I'm going to go in the direction of maybe a pick that some will view out of left field, but I look at the depth of this position, and he's the one guy I really like at this position, and that's Lawrence Vickers. You, you know you're a good football player when they name a position after you. Uh, as During his upperclassman years, they named the a position called the V-back. It was the versatile back, a guy that could do a lot of things. And, guys, from an imagistic standpoint, that play against CSU where he pummels the guy into the end zone has to be one of the great – moments of this entire era yeah i mean it's to me i uh, we talked about this a little bit before it's the greatest play i've ever seen i mean they replayed that play in the stadium a million times and it wasn't even about like the actual level of skill of the player or anything like that it's just you know the whole little brother dynamic that we go through every single year with csu and that the, the dude just you know like imprint of a human body <laughs> halfway across the goal line just looking up at the sky, just like, what just happened to my life? Look, yeah, and just, uh, Lawrence Vickers just had a swagger, man. They, I, 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 everybody loved him when he was here, and he plays such an unglamorous position. That's a real, that's an impossible place to be. And, of course, he got drafted by the Browns. So. Nice career. Kind of yeah, and he had that attitude in practice every day, which I think sets a good front foundation for your whole team to kind of have that attitude, that uh, swagger going into games. Ryan, what were you going to say? He loved to just – I remember he ran another dude over on the goal line on Oklahoma State and ended up injuring him. Uh, the guy was on the field for a while. I think he had to be carried off. So he, he uh, was never one to shy away from contact. We'll He's say. CSU's least favorite player, which makes him my favorite player. <laughs> All right, so we are up. Tyler, now you have two picks. Right, Who are you going, going with? Going back to me. Okay, so first I'm going to take Jimmy Smith. Extremely, you know, probably the best athlete at the position we've had in the last decade for sure. Um, 
I know um, there's obviously a couple other guys that are really good there too, but I'm just kind of trying to build the cornerstone of my team here. And, you know, obviously he's he had a big-time impact. Um, and, you know, the few bowl games we went to over the last decade, he was he was a part of that team too. So Can't disagree um, with that pick at all. I like that. Yeah, and after that, um, I'm going to go back the direction I was going. Um, knowing who I'm taking at quarterback, and I don't have to take him for a while because we're all there, I'm going to take um, Scotty McKnight. So my wide receiver core is done, and I got it. I got I got uh, everything you want. Got a possession guy, catches everything. Got Paul Richardson, speed demon. So I'm happy there. That is probably going to be, I, I should say, without question, is going to be the best receiving group of this. The, the big question is who is going to throw him the ball. We're going to find out that later from Tyler as he can sit on that quarterback pick. As Ryan took Joe Klatt first, and I took Tyler Hansen second. It comes back to me here in the fourth round. And uh, I think I'm going to go back to the uh, – actually, I need to start establishing this, this offensive line because it, it's not a deep group. So I'm going to go with Brian Daniels, uh, very solid offensive lineman during his career with Colorado to be kind of my cornerstone up front with the – Another with local Rimpick. guy. Another local guy. Ryan, uh, who, who do you got for us here in the fourth round? Hmm, who do I have here in the fourth round? I think I got to go to that same position group and get on the board in the offensive line area. And stuck between two guys here. Um, I think I'm going to go with Tyler Columbus at that position. Okay. He has had uh, another local guy. A nice long career yeah. in the NFL. Now, a reminder, we are we're picking these teams, and, and when people vote on them, it's based off what they did in college, but he had a, obviously a nice career for Colorado. Uh, and uh, we are on – what were you going to say? Uh, right? 6'8", 305 pounds, dominating force up there. First guy off the bus. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would have said college-wise he didn't – you know, I would say his NFL career has exceeded the expectations of most people um, – and that doesn't really have an impact here, but it just you know good to talk about. I think that starting you know he's he's we have some guy you know we have guys blocking for Tom Brady, got the guy blocking for RG three. So there's a, there's a lot of dudes starting the guy from blocking for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean you know protecting some big time names, so it's kind of cool to see. The draft comes back to me. Actually, no, doing around here. Ryan. Yeah, you have another pick here. We don't want to skip you over. Awesome. Um, I'm gonna go to. Um, a position that I didn't think was one of the deeper ones, and the arguably the best guy is already off the board here, so I'm going to take a cornerback in Terrence Wheatley. Good pick, Ryan. That's a guy that's uh, going to really help your secondary here. With Jordan Dizon, you've got a couple really good pieces to start out your defensive group. So thinking about that same, same regard as far as getting a guy in my secondary early on, I'm going to go with J.J. Billingsley, a fan favorite, a guy that uh, – Made some big plays for Colorado, and in, in, including that goal line, goal line st- uh, stop against Colorado State to win that football game during his career, a big time moment. What do you think about that pick, uh, Tyler? I would have to say that that's a fantastic pick. Um, also, world's greatest player introduction of all time. Without Gives question. Goosebumps. J. J. Billingsley. I'm, I'm wondering if uh, the announcer can figure out a way to, to separate Evan White that way with the. Uh, with the connection that they have there. Evan White, does it work? I don't think I so. I don't think so. It was a combination of the initials and the long, flowing last name that just made – just that just popped off for whatever reason. 
the way that the way that went out. Yeah, Evan White is a distant cousin of JJ Billingsley. JJ still lives in the Denver area. He's a, a trainer, and I think he uh, helps out at I want to say Cherokee Trail as as a track coach and part time assistant coach. Uh, so I'm sure he's going to be around the CU program a lot here with uh, Evan White going up there. Uh, now we are moving on to uh, the bottom of the fifth round. And Tyler, you have the the last pick of this round and the first pick of the sixth round. All right, so done with my wide receivers. Going to try to get some guys some more protection. So I'll, the first one I'll take is David Bakhtiari. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, Another guy protecting a big-name quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you know, a guy that we probably would have liked to see for four years at Colorado, but it's hard to downgrade him because he left early and got drafted pretty high. Uh, you know, athletic on the edges. I Tough to say my guys aren't going to get protected back there. You've already got Nate system. Solder at left tackle. You, yeah. you project uh, – not that it matters for this. We're just taking five offensive yeah, linemen in general. Yeah, right? you put – Yeah, that's where he started. I mean, he's practically younger guys because Nate was obviously there when he showed up on campus. So he's done some work at right. Um, after that, for me, I'm going to get a linebacker. I know we talked earlier about the best pass rushers. And so I, I'm going to take Brad Jones. And Good pick. Um, yeah, I, I liked him as a pass rusher too, even though he played a more um, more of a linebacker position. You know, we kind of had that. Well, he was the first guy. Yeah, he was the first guy to play that hybrid role. Right. I think they called it uh, under the Hawkins era was the the Liz linebacker. Yeah. And his versatility kind of created that position. That's when things were kind of evolving to that hybrid mm-hmm. guy, and he yeah. was the first guy to man yeah, that he, role. He, uh, especially late in his career, was really productive off the edge, and has also enjoyed a nice career with Green Bay. Got a nice so, payday with yeah. uh, re-signing with the Packers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he was one of my favorite guys while I was in school, and a little bit after that too. So. Happy to get him on the squad. So it comes back to me, and uh, gosh, I don't really know who I'm going to take here. You know, I think I'm going to stick with – I think I'm actually going to go with a defensive tackle. On offense, I've got Lawrence Vickers to kind of bring bring that swagger. And on defense, I'm going to have Matt McChesney as a defensive tackle, a guy that's going to be a leader for me and is going to be a colorful guy. And – I've enjoyed getting a chance to know him uh, with his 6-0 strength down in Denver, so I'm happy to add him to my squad here. You, you sucking up a little bit? Is, Not at all. I, did you guys? You want, no, you want, you I want some free workouts. I think that's a it's a deserving spot. He also played a little bit out on the edge. Mm-hmm. I always love the yeah. fact that he played with a visor sometimes. Even yeah. during night games, he had a visor on. I actually had him in my D E D end. Yeah, I had you him did, in okay. my D yeah. well. But no, yeah, I mean tackle. So I can I could flex him out to DM, but I think right now I'm going to keep him on the interior of my my D line. So do I have two picks in a row here? You do, Ryan. All right, I'm going to stay in the defensive tackle group and um, grab a guy who was a colorful character in his own right, uh, George Hippolyte. Okay, yeah. That uh, I mean I think you're kind of splitting hairs honestly between McChesney and Hippolyte. Maybe. Maybe Hippolyte was a little bit more productive, but McChesney played in more of kind of a successful period. So I yeah. think fans kind of hold on to you know some better thoughts uh, you know around his career. So we're at the top of the seventh round, Ryan. Do you know who else you want to take? We're not even going to mention Rabbit Goldfish. Rabbit. That was a, we need to. That was right. a message board legend. And I will also have to throw my own shout out here. I brought a sign every single game. Favorite sign I ever made. It said "Hungry, Hungry Hippolyte." 
and support and a couple guys I went to high school with that were on the team. They found I found out that he liked it so much that he wanted to take a picture with me on his senior night with the picture. So That's that, very cool. So that was a pretty cool moment for sure. Any other guys that had a T-shirt named after them outside uh, of George Hippolyte? Not in the football program that I can think of. I mean, there's a couple that have definitely got some T-shirts out there for basketball. Oh, there was Marquis Harad, Harad's herd. Who had a yeah, kind of okay. a up and down career? That's right. There's probably I knew some, there was somebody there's else. Probably some ridiculous shirts of Josh Smith out there lying around too somewhere. Um, all right, I'm going to go back to the offensive line here. I'm going to go get myself a center who was um, an All <clears throat> Big Twelve um, selection. You're going to take who I was going to take. Yeah, I me think. too. <laughs> Mark Fenton. Yeah. Oh, Mark that's yeah, that's that's who it was for me. Okay. Mark Fenton is the first pick of the seventh round, and it comes back to me, and I'm going to stick with um, center, and I'm going to go Daniel Sanders, who had a very nice career. I may Honestly, maybe this wasn't a, a good pick because I think the fans are going to be voting on this. I don't know if he was as appreciated. I think as, he was a pretty consistent player for, for Colorado front when they didn't really have great offensive line around him. In, in normal drafts, GMs love to say we don't draft for the fans. In this draft, it's, it's the all exact the opposite. We're drafting for the yeah, fans. No, I mean, both both of the guys that I really liked in that position are gone already, so don't have to worry about that. Back to back, two in a row. Um, all right, it's back to me, right? I back to back. Yeah, we do all have two offensive linemen. I feel like we all have this feeling that we have to race to fill that up because there's not a lot of depth. Yeah. And I the mean, scary I, thing is, really, that one at, of this, us... at this point, I think we're all just you know, it's, there's not a lot out there. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> there's some still really good defensive players on the board, though. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I, th- I think for me, uh, the guy I really wanted at this position was taken earlier, and I really only like one guy enough to be confident with him on my team here. So I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna take Ryan Walters. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, at, sa- at safety. That's um, that's a position that does not have much yeah, depth. in Yeah, so now I'm in trouble. Let's see. Yeah, it's getting it's it's ugly there in our. Do we have we have one or two? Two two safeties. Okay. Two safeties. It's are basically, if you think of uh, you yeah. know fielding a total, team out total, there. Yeah. For some reason, I thought we just might have. We also yeah, are I'm, picking a nickel I'm back just, for the people right. that are curious that are yeah. listening. So we're being, we're going to draft two defensive ends, two defensive tackles, yeah, three I linebackers. If we did one safety nickel or if we yeah. one one in an extra position. So the first right, pick so, of the eighth round is yours, Tyler. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back here, um, and take really the last lineman that isn't gonna make me cringe all that much. So Ryan Miller is coming to me. That was going to be the guy I was going to pick. I think yeah. I think you you hit it on the head. The last guy that's not going to make people cringe. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, I mean, there's some there's some there's some guys out there, but you know, sometimes I think I Ryan Miller almost seemed to like he played as a true freshman in early in his sophomore years when he had that leg injury at Florida State. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was projecting to be a pretty darn good offensive lineman, and he came back and played a lot and provided some. Some good games, but really didn't kind of reach the heights. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the, the, his, the perception of him by the fans is probably not as good as it should be because he was a five-star. I mean, he comes in, you expect him to be a world, you know, like an all-American type guy. And he, I mean, I don't think anybody would say he shouldn't have started any of those years. I mean, he's one of the best linemen, you know, out there. But yeah, he he never really did get to the level that's that we were expecting coming out of high school but i think i still think he in the end he was a pretty quality guy and if you compared him to anybody else on this list at this point I, I don't, i'm not taking any of them over this is kind of where the draft gets interesting as yeah. it comes back to me i i'm kind of torn between a, a lot of spots i know i don't have a lot of time to to pick here i think just to keep it simple i'm going to keep filling up these uh off you know I, I just can't do it i can't go to the o-line again we're 
we've kind of hit the corners at that position. I'm going to go Addison Gillum. Okay. I'm hoping that that freshman year generated enough buzz where people are going to vote for my team and, and not be deterred by having a younger guy as one of my top defensive guys. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think four years from now we'll look at his career and he won't be the third best career on this list for sure. So it comes back to you, Ryan. Two picks in a row again. Yes. Correct. Every time. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. <laughs> if you want to skip a pick, though, by all means. All right. Uh, I'm going to start off here by going and getting a guy. I think there's a lot of good players at the position, but this guy just happens to be my personal favorite. I'm going to grab uh, Bobby Purify off the board and put him behind I was Joel Clapp. debating doing that. I think he is definitely the best yeah, running back on him, this list. I have him number one as well. That's a position for me, though, that the top three I'm, are – I'm, I'm good with any of the three as well. And my next pick, I need a, just a quick second here. To oh, sure. Me and Adam will talk I, I really should ourselves. have gotten the Jeopardy theme music ready for this show. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we can find something to talk about, I'm quite sure. I think I'm going to go and give myself what I think will be the best defensive tackle group, and I'm going to grab Will Precheck. Okay. Is he going to play defensive tackle or defensive end? He's going to play tackle for me. Okay. So explain got, your your pick there. I just think that uh, my the middle of my defensive line is pretty strong now with <clears throat> George Hippolyte and Will Preach out here. You're certainly athletic. I mean, you've you've taken both defensive tackles. Although I guess I have McChesney at end, so you have one too, Adam. But um, yeah, I mean, you got some athletes in there. I'll probably be bringing the beef. I, it comes back to me, and Tyler, I disagree with you a little bit. I like the number two running back quite a bit more than I like the number three guy on my list, so I want to take this running back while he's still out there. Rodney Speedy Stewart is coming to my squad. Wow. I would I would prefer to have Purify, but why do you say wow, Ryan? I just, I'm just i surprised you have, do you have Speedy him that far away from Hugh Charles. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about you, but I have Charles second. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. I, I feel like the O-lines were a little bit better when Hugh Charles was here, and I think Rodney Stewart had to create more out of nothing, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I love think, them both. I love all of them, to be honest. I mean, I think they're all three of them are great. I, I like Hugh Charles. Hugh Charles is more explosive to me. Rodney Stewart When, when guy, Hugh Charles got in the open field, yeah. he would make longer gains out mm-hmm. of it. On the flip side, Rodney would seem to make more out of nothing. So yeah, That's true. But, uh, yeah, I'll definitely buy into that. Would you have taken Hugh Charles yes. over Roddy Stewart? Yeah. So that was a mistake on my part to not, draft I mean, him. No, not if you like him more. Well, I mean, Stewart, the fans certainly are going to probably like Rodney Stewart more than Hugh Charles. So see, that's I don't know. You had the huge hand. Yeah. I think all three of those running backs were fan favorites. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like – to me, when, when I see running backs, I really like the versatility, and obviously Rodney brought that a bit too. But Hugh Charles was a beast. The Dan Hawkins staff was – I'm sorry to cut you off, right, uh, Tyler. The, the Dan Hawkins staff was not huge, huge Hugh Charles fans. Yeah, well, they that, yelled at him more than I think any player. They it's pretty much a he was a, that he's a good recruit. football player. Yes. <laughs> well, we uh, are uh, creeping along here. The, the bottom of the last pick in the ninth round, Tyler, comes back to you. Oh, you have okay, so two it picks. Is, it is back to me. Okay, um, I'm going to take Greg Henderson. A couple of really good corners you have. Yeah. The question I ask is who's going to rush the passer there, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, no one. You have no defensive lineman but, yet. Yeah, but see, I don't. I'm not really sure anybody's rushing the passer, no matter what. I could have taken six straight pass rushers, and I still don't think I have a team that's, that's really not true. good to the quarterback. My guy Abe Wright's going to get after it. Yes. 
All right, man. Let's. I uh. I mean, I don't. I don't want any of those guys right now. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. Let's see. I can go all the way through here. I'm actually gonna go to nickel, and I'm gonna take Chappelle Brown. He was my. Uh, actually, no, he was number two on my Nickelback list. But Chappelle Brown definitely had a very good career at that position. Yeah, I mean, I they don't beat Eastern Washington that one. I can't remember what year. Yeah, that I mean, I love, I just, I love him. He's one of my favorite guy, one of my favorite players. Just you know, super tiny, but you know, he would come at you. He tackled better than any of the bigger guys that we've had in recent memory. Do you remember that interception he had against Baylor, where he's like flopping all over the ground, yeah. tipping it around? That was awesome. Yeah, no, I love, I love Chappelle Brown. I felt like he hit real hard. I feel like he was a really tough guy. And now, I mean, I have Jimmy Smith, Greg Henderson, and Chappelle Brown. Lockdown. There's no question you're going to have the best secondary because you've used a yeah, lot of picks. Four. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have the best receivers, the best secondary. Um, coming back to me, I am going to go with – gosh, this is really hard, getting really hard here. I'm going to go with Daniel Munyer as an offensive lineman because I'm kind of scared if I don't take some offensive linemen here, what I'm going to get stuck with. So that's my 10th pick. So now I have three offensive linemen, a Brian and a couple Daniels. And we are up to you, Ryan. All right. I think I'm going to grab a safety. Um, he might be known a little more for his time at outside linebacker, but he did play at safety, so I'm going to take Brian Ewu. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I had not thought about him as a safety. I had him – now, if we're talking strategically – Nowadays, can you play a, a guy that big in your secondary in the Pac-12? Not that it matters for this, but... Um, yeah, I think Brian Ewu was versatile enough that you could. Okay. He was number one, uh, the next linebacker on my list, so... Well, I'm glad you, I can get you to cross <laughs> one off. Um, <laughs> next, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to grab a guy for, for, uh, for Joel Clatt to throw to here. I think this would have been a, a fun connection to watch. I'm going to put uh, Tony Clemens out there wide... Uh, for old number 14 to toss it to. And I, I would assume you're hoping the fans just remember that very end of Tony Clemens' career because it was kind of short-lived in terms of his success. Yeah, I mean, I I, I had him fourth. I don't know what other people – I loved him. I actually had him I was, fifth. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen him utilized more um, over the years. Uh, he's stuck around a little bit in the NFL. He's been in some games, practice squad guy. But he, he was really athletic. Um he was fun to watch, and especially his junior year, I felt like he should have been getting a lot more touches. I, just, I also don't think he had the right guy throwing him the ball, and now he does on my team. All right. <laughs> well, it comes back to me, and uh, I'm going to continue with this theme of offensive linemen and take Edwin Harrison. Okay. Good pick. Yeah, that was my next lineman off the board. So I well. now have four offensive linemen. Do you only have one, right? Two. He's two. got Tyler Columbus and Mark Fenton. Oh, yeah, you have one. Okay, gotcha. So it comes back to you, Tyler, for two picks. Okay, here we go. First, I'm going to take Thaddeus Washington. Mm. Bad Thad is yeah. off the board. I got the, I got the great nicknames team, I think, here. Like all the guys <laughs> going on here. Uh, I mean, I think pretty, pretty simply the hardest hitter we've had in the past decade for sure. I mean, he was crunching some shoulder pads, probably bruised a few people's faces on some on some stuff. He's he's fun to watch. Linebackers, you know, runs, linebackers thinning out a little bit. Yeah, run, run stopper, um, a guy I really loved. 
So, yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy there. And I'm going to take Brandon Nicholas, who I also liked a lot in college. Uh, he was next to George Hippolyte a lot of his career, um, asked him to do a lot of different things. But I just thought he was really a solid guy. He was definitely underrated. Definitely yeah. underrated guy during his career. It comes back to me, and I'm going to stick with defensive tackle, and I'm going to go with Josh Tupo, the first pick of this year's spring game, still uh, kind of blossoming into his career now that he's going to be a junior. But I like him with uh, Matt McChesney and Abe Wright on my D-line. I feel like that's definitely the, the, the best group I have as far as my team goes so far. And I, I'm really building this in the trenches. Now I have – I have um, you know, three defense alignment and four offense alignment. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I hope the fans that vote on this will, will see that value in in the trenches. This guy's trying to win over votes. You no, know, the voting's going to take place before we air this. So. He's got he's got Maximus's vote already. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah he does question. for sure. Without question. Yeah, unquestionably. So it comes back to you, Ryan. All right. Um, I need a guy to come off the edge for me and get some sacks. Um, hopefully on this team he isn't double teamed every time he tries to rush the passer, and I'm going to take Chidera Uzodaribe. It's a good pick. There's not a lot of pass rushers on this list. No. Anymore after that. <laughs> no, there's, there's there's one more. There's one more. There's one more. Well, maybe two. So, Ryan, you are now starting. We're already up to the 13th round. Round 13. Um... I'm going to pick a guy. I think you actually could have put him in the wide receiver core or tight end because he did once catch a pass. I'm sticking on the offensive line with a friend of the board and a family member of the board, Sam Wilder. Okay. You're uh, putting him at? at, On the line. On the line. Okay. What do you think of that? I mean, it doesn't do much for me. Yeah, I, I, you're, yeah, I'm not. I didn't have him in my top 15, but I mean, anything after seven or eight, I'm not going to look at you and be like, woo! Glorious offensive line choice, you know. What I mean, it's I don't know. It's we're far enough down there now that I just I really don't like. I don't want to have to put Gus Handler on my offensive <laughs> line or something. You're gonna you're gonna have to probably somebody is at least close. I'm tempted it's, almost. Dude, we got to both your picks, right, Ryan? Yep. I'm almost tempted to close up my offensive line here with another guy. I'm trying to peruse my list to make sure there's. I'm not going to regret this. Uh. You know, I, I have we taken – okay, he's off the board. So I'm actually going to not pick an offensive lineman. I'm going to take a, a pass rusher, and I'm going to go with Josh Hardigan. It's a defensive end. You talk about Abraham Wright and Josh Hardigan with McChesney and Tupo and Addison Gillum at linebacker. That's a pretty good group, if I, if I do say so myself. Anybody disagree with that pick? I don't. I mean, he was he was good for his role. I, mean, I think like Abraham Wright, he's really undersized. I just he's, look at it like if I don't take him right now, there's not another pass rusher I'm going to get yeah. in this draft. I mean, I've already pretty much conceded that we're going to laugh at my defensive line picks and you know continue onward. Uh, <clears throat> is it on to me? It is on to you, Tyler, for okay, two picks. So I'm going to take another defensive tackle, one who isn't talked about a lot. Um, and I'll be interested to see what people have to say about this because he didn't play here that long. But Vaca Manapuna. Have him on my list. Not not next, though. I would have taken somebody else above that. I think I know who. What led to that decision there? Um, well, I really – I mean, so now I've got I, – I like I like the tandem because similar um, – so now you've got some beef in there. Manapuna is a giant dude. And Brandon Nicholas inside, too, a little more athletic. He was a little bit better of a pass rusher. Um, 
<clears throat> so at least the interior of my line is going to do some work. We can me. actually talk about this because we all have our defensive tackles already. Curtis Cunningham would, would, have, would have been a guy I would have taken above really? him. Okay. I also think James Gary could have been on that list somewhere. All okay. right. Yeah, so, so, Tyler, I mean, you have one more pick? Yeah, I'm going I'm to go. What do you think, Ryan? Would you would you take Matapuna or Cunningham? Just because I think, from a fan standpoint, I think Curtis Cunningham gets a little more, would have a little more recognition. Really? Because I feel like no one even remembers that Curtis Cunningham existed. Really? Yeah. No, I, don't I, mean, I can't remember really the last time I've heard someone say that name. I enjoyed watching him play. He played with the motor. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And, yeah, I just maybe I liked him less than most. I don't know, but. Yeah, I just I don't feel like he's discussed all that often. Um, because there's not really anything. No, no we're not getting super excited with these yeah, picks anymore. Yeah, this is. But these are these are still good players. Yeah, I, th- I think. Um, Jack Harris. Is that who you're going? <laughs> I with? guess. Yeah. yeah. Come on, let's show a little bit more enthusiasm for a guy that had a good career in Colorado. Woo! Jack Harris! <laughs> yeah! A good mustache. <laughs> so we're in the 14th round, and it comes back to me. I am going to finish out my offensive line with Ethan Adkins. Oh, come on, man. That was my home, that was my homer pick. Douglas County. Well, you can't make it now because he's on my team. You decided to take Jack Harris. And I have my entire... I assumed no one was going to take him. I have my entire I have my entire offensive line: Brian Daniels, Daniel Sanders, Daniel Munyer, Edwin Harrison, Ethan Atkins. About as good a group as you can pull out of this draft. Abraham Wright, Josh Hardigan, Matt McChesney, and Josh Tupo. I got I'm the trenches are being dominated. Got Solder, Bakhtiari, Ryan Miller. Okay, yeah, I feel I feel pretty good about that. That's pretty solid. One, the you're only as good as your weakest link on that offensive line. And I think what, what's, what's going to happen here at the oh, you know, you're saying but he's just, still he's still got another guy to draft. Yeah, I I'll, I'll just run left. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's back to me here. Um, I'm going to take a guy and uh, finish out um, my corner group here, and I'm going to grab uh, Jaleel Brown. Jaleel Brown. Okay. I'm, I'm, this is actually an interesting moment of the draft. And we're going to play because... him at, at corner, Ryan? I yeah. believe he played some safety, too. Yeah, he did, definitely. Yeah. There's two, guy, two guys left that played some safety um, that I like. So, uh, But I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what people say. Um, who, who the last two corner picks are. I could, because I, I went early, and I'm curious to see who the next two guys are. So actually, I, I get to sit on those corners now, and I know who they're going to be. Uh, we'll, for suspense factor, we'll wait on that. So I can sit on those guys till the end of the draft. Thanks for, for that, guys. Appreciate that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> no worries. Ryan. Uh, it's still me here. still you. Um, I think I am going to go get another linebacker, I think. It's getting slim pickings at that position. I've got two guys to take there, too. Yeah, for some gonna, reason, I thought that was going to be a deeper position when I prepped for this. I'm going to grab... I like it more I than think you. I think you're pulling Iwu out of the line. I like it. I like the you guys. Yeah. I think I like it more than you guys. I mean, I still got three dudes I'd be happy with as my third linebacker. I, I'm going to take uh, BJBD. Oh, that's, that was, that's that was the pass was. rusher I wanted, yeah. It's yeah. a good pick. Yep. The Red Menace. Yes. Did it, was that actually an official? Was that just a fan nickname that he got? Probably. He was awesome. If you don't like watching that dude play, you need to find a different sport, man. That hair was wild. That hair was wild. You know, he was good. He's, he's still, good he's still, playing, he's still yeah. playing football over in Japan. Nah, he was underrated the whole time he was here. I loved, I loved him. 
All right. I think that moves it back to me. Okay, so I have uh, a lot of these positions locked up already. I've got to go to safety, and I'm going to go with Anthony Perkins. Mm. Okay, I'm good with that. You know, he... Uh, is solid. He, is he healthy? Solid. Yeah, this Definitely is this solid. is easy. Basically, oh, the, the thought process... Prime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When they were at their prime, and I think right when that injury happened was when Anthony Perkins kind of hit his stride in that sense, and so it's kind of unfortunate that his career ended the way it did. But uh, that's my pick, and it goes back to you, Tyler. All righty, back-to-back. All right, well, I, I, need a, I feel like I need a fan favorite right now, and I'm not looking at anybody on this list and enjoying what I'm seeing. So Mason Crosby is coming off the board early. That's not a bad pick. Yeah, that's smart. In fact, I probably would trade. Do you want to trade Anthony Perkins no, for Mason no. Crosby? I think I'm good. He wasn't good. I just He's kind good. of ignored the specialist, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you, because no, I mean, I was, I was, it, I've been itching a couple of rounds now, honestly, because I, everybody obviously loves Mason Crosby. I'm surprised he hasn't gone. Um, and there's a couple okay kickers after that, but I mean, I think it's pretty clear that he was the yeah, cream of the class there. That was a good pick. Thank you. I appreciate your support, I, guys. I raised my hat to you. All right. Um, so I'm going to take the world's – I'm not going to say that. That's just mean. But I'm going to take a defensive end because I need to. Marquez Herat. Mm. Really? Honorable mention, Big 12 is junior year. I, he was not on my radar for this. Really? Interesting. Ryan, was he on your radar? Oh, yeah, he was. Okay. guess I'm in the minority as far as that goes. I uh, better get a linebacker, and uh, the best guy I'm seeing right now is Michael Sapili. Hmm. Okay. He was actually the guy I just clipped off. Yeah, he wasn't on mine. But I think I have a guy that I just happen to really like. You know, Michael Sapili led the team I, I, in tackles I'm almost 100% sure I know you're taking, and it's got to be my next pick, so we'll see what happens. Well, I'm not taking him here, so don't worry. Final pick of the 16th round goes to Ryan. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a big fan favorite here. Put him on my offensive line, Alex Lewis. You just lost this competition. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... I'm you just good. lost this competition, Ryan. I, if you're going to take a questionable lineman, there's one that I would have taken before him for sure. Talent-wise, I totally get what you're saying here. I'm hoping people respect that, that I drafted a guy based off talent. Okay, but can I do that even... I mean, maybe... maybe I, was, I, was, I didn't want to do this, but I think maybe with my fifth, especially since my... Since you took my homer pick here, I think I might just take somebody that everyone's going to think is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so Ryan, you have another pick here. Start of the 17th round. Start of the 17th round, I'm going to grab... Um, I'm going to get Cheeto Bay Awuze to play my nickel role. Yeah. Cheeto Bay Awuze. He was my top-ranked nickel, and he hasn't played a whole lot. Really? But I just think people are excited about him right now yeah, because he looks the part and plays the part, and he's still young. But I, I like that pick, Ryan. No, yeah, I agree. He's going to be a stud. But I, I'd be surprised if people see him as higher than Chappelle Brown. So we'll it comes see. back to me. Um, I'm a little – see, there's a couple safety picks out there. I'm kind of worried he's going to get taken. Even the, I'm going to take Parker Orms for my nickel back. Hmm. I like him in that role. I had him on the list for, like... Everything? Everything. Oh, really? I don't have him on the list for anything. Um, well, you're just a sorry, hater, Parker. Tyler. I mean, that could be. I mean, he would have been close. In... You kind of have to imagine his prime because it was only one play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. He just, yeah, he was the, him injured, and that he was injured a lot. This might hurt me because fans were not there to see this, but his redshirt freshman year as a nickelback in spring ball was a thing of beauty. He was making plays every day, and he was yeah, the third pick. Of, he was the third pick of the spring game. No, draft I think, that he, I think he would have been a very good college player. He just spent a lot of time not playing, which makes it tough. Yeah. So it comes back to you, Tyler. Okay. Um, I'm gonna f- finish out my lineman with an equally ridiculous selection as Ryan's here, and take Bryce Gibbons. Okay. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. Mean streak, bro. <laughs> Because he – did he really ever play much in a game? Yeah. He started. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Not for very long. Well, yeah, because he got Before kicked he started off the kicking team. cars downtown. He was – yeah, well, that's – okay, I mean, I, did everybody – is their line done now? Is everybody's line done? No. no. Ryan I has... start hating on the people I'm picking him over like it's a big deal? <laughs> Should not try to get too mean-spirited <laughs> with this show. I know. Did I, did I go twice or just once? You go again. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a position switch as well. He didn't play this that often. But I'm gonna take Benjamin Bernie to play safety. Wow. Ben Bernie, and you just stole a guy that I was gonna have at cornerback, so now I don't know who I'm gonna draft there. So thanks for that. No worries. I'm glad I took him then because I liked him a lot. He played both. I like his dreads. They were cool. Well, I better take another corner here because I'm in trouble. Otherwise, I'm gonna take Lorenzo Sims. Hmm. Okay. The good thing is, see, I've got such good pass rush, it doesn't really matter who's covering back there because the quarterback's going to be laying on his back. <laughs> you never really worked like that. <laughs> I don't – I just I – just, you can't tell me that you have a good pass rush. Like, looking at the dudes on this list, it's like, I'm drafted. Abraham Wright and Josh yeah. Hardigan. Okay, for Colorado, there are two solid options. Nobody that they're playing is going to be like, oh, Jesus – Josh Hardigan. You're, Tyler, you are fired up for the show. Usually we got to get you to talk louder. You are, you're bringing it today. No, I'm, I, uh, yeah, I'm just I, – I don't have anything else to say about defensive ends right now. Like, what's it my idea? pick? Yes, it's your pick. Last pick of the 18th round of the Buff Stampede Radio draft of the decade. I do need to round out my offensive line, but I think I – oh, you guys both already did, so I can definitely sit on my guy. Um, yeah, we're both done. And – I'm going to go get a linebacker that I think was a fan favorite. Uh, he was one of my favorite players to watch out. I think you guys are going to maybe agree. Akari Gadon. I have Akari Gadon on okay. my list. All main team. He, yeah, he was def- he was kind of an underrated guy. And, and in the, of this era, actually enjoyed a little bit of success with you know the team. Cool story about Akari Gadon. Um, my family one time during their um, the Buffs off week – we did a tailgate for the players, and I got to go up, and I was talking to Akari Kadan, and, you know, me being a, a young kid, I was all excited about my football game the next day. It was a Saturday, and I was like, you should come. You should come watch my football team play tomorrow. We're undefeated, this, this, and this. I, I don't know, and I told my mom. He was like, yeah, he said he was going to come. And she's like, all right, well, don't really expect him to come. Sure enough, next day of my game, there's Akari Kadan on the sidelines cheering me on. So soft spot in my heart for uh, nice, Akari yeah. Cool story, man. Good yeah, guy. That's great. So and then I go on for another. You pick. do, yeah. yeah. You got one more. Okay. Um. In that case, I'm gonna go and round out my wide receiver corps. The guy who caught a pretty famous pass from my quarterback, and I'm gonna get Ron Monte. I remember his big catch against Kansas State. Did he have? I can't remember him having a great career. I can't even spell his name. It's M O N T I L H. 
What position did you take him at? Wide receiver. Okay, interesting pick. Yeah. I'm going to say there's, I like it, but interesting yeah, there's, pick. There's, yeah, there's some guys. I think there is too, but I really like Ron Monte. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It comes back Fair to enough. me, and this might be a little bit of a shocker. I'm going to go with Jeff Smart. Oh, that was my next pick. So, no, it's not a shocker. Okay. He was, was going to finish my linebacking core. He would have been perfect spot for me. I have a pass rusher. I have a banger, and he would have been my technician. That guy that uh, went to Boulder High, a yeah. stone's throw away from the CU practice yep. field, and you're walks some, on. And... You're going to get some love from that from that one for sure. So it comes back to you, Tyler, now that I kind of threw a loop in your plans here. What, yeah. what, do, you, what do you have? <clears throat> yeah, I uh... – I have a, I have a lot of these locked up already, and I don't have a linebacker that I know I want to take right now, so I'm gonna have to come back to that. I'm gonna go. Nope, I'm done there too. I'm gonna go with John Torp. <laughs> it's funny. I was just thinking about taking that too. It's not, now that we've gotten to this part of the draft. It's not really that. Crazy to think about taking a specialist. Right. You've already got one, of the, few, one of the few guys on the list that was considered for all American accolades. So, you know, punters certainly aren't exciting to take, but. Well, you definitely got the best specialist core yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So those, that's where I'm going to go with those two. I'm going to. I need to do some research over here and find some people to draft on defense. <laughs> <laughs> you you have another pick, don't you? Did you just take two? Yeah, I did. I got. Um, who did I just take? No, oh, no, I didn't. You didn't. You needed another pick. Oh, I do. Okay, so unless I you want to skip, that's always an no, option. No, I think I'm. I think I'm good. I'll take Christian Powell, fullback. Give you a little versatility. Um, you know, can run the ball with him a little bit too. Goal, goal line situations. So it comes back to me with the twentieth pick, and I'm going to go with Nelson Spruce, a wide receiver. All right. What do you guys think of that? I mean, yeah. I mean, he. I have him more than third, fourth maybe? Hold on. He was third on my receivers, and I just kind of yeah, waited. Third, he's third for me, too. Um, yeah, I mean, he's probably the most underrated. I mean, we, I know we had a thread on the board yesterday about Bryce Bowman being really the best receiver on the team, which is, I mean, he, he might be in three years. But Nelson Spruce by far. is by far the best receiver it's on the team even right close. now. And I, th- I think he would be the best receiver on any team outside of Scott McKnight Paul Robinson in this decade. I would so. love for someone to bet me that he's not going to lead the team in receptions. Because oh, yeah, I feel no, like I, there's people out there that think that. Yeah, no, I mean, Brian going to uh, grab a defensive end here. Um, not exactly a flashy pick, but he was honorable mention, Big 12, uh, in his senior year. Um, Alonzo Barrett. Alonzo Barrett, okay. So we all have our – actually, we uh, don't. Tyler still has. And he, he, I have him on my list too, so now I know who I'm taking, which is not – I'm still not super excited about. But. And then I need another pick. You've got fullback, O-line, safety, and your specialists. Man, well, <laughs> um, here's a guy who – we talked about today on Buff Stampede TV as a guy who's improved a lot, and I think he's going to continue to improve, so I'm going to put Jared Bell at safety for me. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind that. Especially got the, I got Brian Ewu bringing the, bringing the hammer back yeah. there. And oh, yeah. 
So some guys uh, that I had, it's Dominique Brooks, Jarrett Burrell, and Ty, uh, Tyrone Henderson were the, uh, some of the potential guys. None of those guys got drafted at safety. I, I did take a look at Dominique Brooks. I, I thought you might just get some points just for him being I'll, in a I'll say, more successful team. Not that he should have got drafted, but somebody that I considered that I wasn't really expecting to is Travis Sanders. Felt. Yeah, because he played three positions and was a big-time special teams guy, too. I, I, you know, Travis Sanderfeld was actually a pretty productive player here. He would not, he he would not have generated much from the fans, though. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, th- I feel like people loved him when he was here. I don't know. It comes back to me, and I'm going to take a guy that actually led the team in receptions as a redshirt freshman at tight end, and that's Ryer Gear from the western slope of Colorado. I believe he was actually the first – Redshirt freshman or freshman to lead the team in receiving. So that leaves just one uh, one offensive position left for me. So Ryan, uh, I'm sorry, Tyler, it's back to you. Yeah, I'm gonna let's see how many more spots do I have here. You've got quarterback, running back, tight end, defensive end, linebacker, and long snapper. You're gonna lock that long snapper spot up right now. Ryan will cry if that happens. <laughs> Um, I'm not allowed to take my, my favorite long snapper. He hasn't played yet. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. This is... I'm, um, give me Quincy Newski. Ooh. He was, he was the other guy. He was the other tight end, so we were all in agreement of, as far as the top three yeah, guys. I had Nick Kassoff third, not Ryer. But I think both of them are would have been, you know, they're right Yeah, there. I didn't have Ryer on my list, but he was a... Productive player. Yeah, Quinn. All well, so who is the third well. uh, tight end on your list that wasn't Ryan? If it wasn't Ryan Gear, Nick Casa. Nick yeah. Nick Yeah. So same for me. I he didn't play long enough. But... Nuski one two. Yeah, but he was really good that last yeah, year. Yeah, he Nick Nick was pretty good. Okay. All right. Uh, my pick. My two picks here, right? No, it's back to me. Oh, it is. is yeah, it? you're not even close oh. to picking again. So <laughs> sorry. Sit I... tight there, Ryan. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Just because I'm not ready with the people that I have left, I can't find somebody that I really want. I mean, I, actually, just I'll, I'll have Mo Lucas defensive end. He was. Uh, he started. That's I'll say that for him. He was the last <laughs> guy on uh, my list at defensive end as well. Okay. Well, Who would you pick? Maurice Lucas. Lucas. Oh, okay. From Rangeview High School. At least, I, at least it wasn't too well, A lot of local guys on this list. Yeah, more than I would have said going through it for sure. It's kind of interesting. So I need another receiver, cornerback, and specialist. And so with this pick, I think I'm going to go ahead and take the assistant director of recruiting, former buff receiver, Patrick Williams. Nice. A lot of drops, but a lot of talent. Love Patrick. It Williams. was between him and Marquise. Seamus, yeah. I have both of them on there I for me Seamus as well. on my list, too. Would you guys have taken him over Patrick Williams? I have Patrick Williams fifth and Marcus Seamus sixth. I would okay. Seamus above Patrick Williams. That's the best death position because we only have six, obviously. There was, I, think, I think all six I don't of those know if it was guys depth, it was just there wasn't a huge drop-off. In that sense, I guess I would agree with you. There's just a lot of guys that you would be comfortable with. I mean, there are a lot of positions on here where I'm unhappy to be taking this person. I don't think there's any wide receiver that you're like, eh, that's not fun. Yeah. I mean, like, all six of those guys are pretty good. That's how I look You would at hope it. for there to be more spectacular guys in that group, though. Yeah. Yes, I think after one, you're looking at a pretty average group, but I would yes. say two through six, there's not a lot of separation. Like if you were going to take the average college program the last decade, yeah, there would be a lot more flashy guys on yeah, the Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm, I I'm think there's there. there's someone in the program now, whether it's 
Devin Ross or uh, Shea Fields or Bryce Bobo. Some I think there's someone that will make their if we did this four years from now, one of them would be. In yeah, because this group is young and, and deep right now. I agree. Yep. I totally agree with you. Um, all right, so now it's finally my picks, and I'm just gonna go ahead and knock the uh, my specialists off the board. I'll take two picks right in a row, and they're the two starters for this season. I'm gonna take Darrow O'Neill and Will Oliver. Uh, talk a little bit about those picks as I'm writing down your selections. Um, uh, Dara, I think, is a guy, definitely a drop-off from John Torp. John Torp was great, but I think um, he, he he's a guy who's been really consistent. He'll be a four-year starter. Um, probably will end his career with the most punts in CU history. <laughs> Maybe not a record that anyone else wants him to have, but I'm sure he, he'll take that and uh, hang that on his wall somewhere. And then uh, uh, Will Oliver... Another guy who's just been consistent, you know. Um, he's a guy that I have no problem uh, trotting out there and kicking 45-yard field goals for me, um, even though my off on my offense isn't going to need that. All right, so it comes back to me. And I need a cornerback on defense. I'm going to go with Terry Washington to round out my secondary. I uh, was kind of hoping for – he actually wasn't even on my list, but since um, – Ben Burney was picked as a safety. I had to go deeper than what my initial list was, so I'll go with Terry Washington. Tyler, it comes back to you. We're getting close to the end here. Yeah. I need a linebacker and quarterback and running back. <laughs> that's the, hey, that's how you play it, man. No, that that's was good. That I, was one of my. If I didn't get the first pick, that I would have done exactly. Yeah, what I mean, I, I know who I'm getting. I might as well get other guys that that you can steal. Although, Long snapper, then it looks like that's where you're going because every other position is no, I, I need a I need a linebacker too. Yeah, but we, the linebackers are all done for Ryan and I as well. Oh yeah, I know. But I just mean I don't. I, I literally am like trying to come up with one that I didn't have on my list that surprises me. <laughs> it's not working out for me right now. So I got a linebacker you know, name, but I don't want to help you out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Let me I see who I, I have I a linebacker. Don't say oh, anything to him. I deleted it's, mine because. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of guys that are, you know. They're guys. <laughs> this is definitely uh, for, a good time for the Jeopardy theme. Yeah, music. for me, sorry. I'll take, you know what? My special teams core is strong. Give me Drescher. Justin Drescher. Yeah. He is my top long snapper on my list. But I, I'm not I've, got exactly. him, I've got him second. Why, Tucker Smith, even though you can't draft him first? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you, um, you can't draft him. You yeah, play I know. Yeah, I'm not drafting him. I know. I'm just, I'm just hating him. He's I'm, still first on the list. I'm going to take... I'm gonna take. Uh, Where's John Emery? Ask take, me what jersey I would I'm buy. I'm gonna take this year. Hugh Charles and give myself some time to figure this out here. Um, but you know, for uh, whatever we pick this. The quarterback, the quarterback less Tyler Ziskin team is is continuing to draft here too. It's all good. All right, so it comes back to me, and I need uh, just specialists at this point. I'm gonna take the second best long snapper I see left on the list, uh, and that's Ryan Iverson who is just now trying to make a career for himself in the NFL with the Detroit Lions. All right. And so I have two picks to round out my draft. Offensive line and long snapper, Ryan. From offensive line, I'm going to take Gary Moore. And Actually, you need a fullback, too. I don't know oh, if that's on your radar. It, yeah, it is on my radar. Offensive line, Gary Moore? Yep. And fullback. Did I'm, he play in this era? Yeah. You're positive, 100%. Yep. What okay. year? 
Okay. You're positive with this. Um, I have it right here. But yes, I am positive. Okay, we'll continue all along. Here you go. Have to... He was a junior in 0405, so. Okay. Yeah, two years in this era. I stand corrected. And then yeah. I'm going to take Uncle Evan at fullback, Evan Harrington. He was pretty solid in that role for just basically just a year when they mm-hmm. when Embry came over. He was uh, converted as a linebacker, learned he, that position pretty quick. Was he a JUCO? He was a JUCO yeah. tra- transfer. A couple of other guys at fullback worth mentioning uh, that didn't get drafted, Maurice Cantrell and Brendan Schaub, who's now uh, got a su- su- uh, successful career in mixed martial arts. Okay, so it comes back to me. I just need a punter and a kicker. I'm going to go with Kevin Eberhart as my kicker. Tyler, back to you. Famous for his kick against Oklahoma. <laughs> True. Very, very. We need a linebacker and a quarterback still. Yeah. From so, Tyler. so I found a linebacker that I'm comfortable with here. I'm gonna take Walter Boydo. All name team. Yeah. I've got a few of those guys. And so that am I done now? That I just, all I need is you need a quarterback. Is quarterback, right? Yeah. And of course, I'm gonna finish this off strongly with everybody's favorite man, Cody Hawkins. Explain that pick. You could have um, taken Seth Lufau. Yeah, I mean, he's... You could have taken uh, Bernard I think, Jackson. I think you would have, yeah. No, no, I couldn't have. <laughs> I, I, think, I think if you would look at um, Cody's freshman year, um, you would have expected his overall career to be better than it was, too. And so I'm just not comfortable taking Seth You could have taken was, Will Jefferson because he ran the Wildcat. <laughs> One time? Yeah. A couple times. Yeah. You also, so, I mean, you also think, could have taken Brian White for his fame in one yeah. half of a bowl game. Clark yeah. Evans. That they lost. Oh, no, they had... Cody Cody did play in a bowl game and lost Shane, as well. Shane so. Dillon. Matt Ballinger. <laughs> Anyways, I'm taking Cody Hawkins. just honestly, mean now. Honestly, I think he's underrated by the fans, and I, I, I would have I taken, taken his accuracy over... In the past... I, I still would say... I'll take him over quite a few quarterbacks of the last decade. I don't. I'll, I honestly think, with a good roster and a good line in front of him, I would take him over Tyler Hansen. Yeah, I mean, he's throwing he's throwing to his boy Scotty McKnight. We all know that worked out nicely. If Co- he's got Hugh Charles, Christian Powell, Paul Richardson, Quincy Newski, and he's got Solder Bakhtiari, Ryan Miller, and Jack Harris on the line. Your reasoning he's, behind this is flawed, Ryan. They burned Tyler Hansen's red shirt twice because Cody Hawkins was not getting it done. Yeah, but but, that, you're, but you're pretending that Dan Hawkins' decision making was sound. Yeah. So can we can we can we continue to under Coach Ryan Konigsberg, <laughs> Cody Hawkins thrives in the offense, yeah. but he doesn't have to because I, mean, I have a better quarterback. But once once again, I don't. There's no quarterback name on this list that I can't wait to put out there on opening day. So. Cody Hawkins is what it is. Okay. Well, Tyler, your team is complete. We have two more picks. It comes back to me at punter. I'm going to, by default, go with Matt Dalalo. Those are actually the only three punters. Oh, no. Zach Grossnickel you could have taken. Yeah. But there's only four punters that have punted in that in that uh, ten-year span. And finally, it comes back to you, Ryan, with your long snapper. Long snapper. A real glorious pick here. I'm going to take... He probably he has the most wins probably out of these guys. Yeah. So Greg Pace. Greg Pace. Yep, he was uh, the third guy on my list. Again, another position you talk about longevity. Dustin Drescher was a long snapper for four years. Iverson and Pace. And I think there's only four guys in the history of the program that have done that. And there three of them came in this era. I don't know if long snappers had a different 
pattern back in the day in terms of if they were brought in on, on scholarship or not. Possibly they just relied on walk-ons for that. Yeah. So, guys, we have our team. Uh, I don't know. It might be kind of too long to name off our entire teams. But uh, I'll just talk about my team and what I like. And it starts in the trenches. Uh, the O-line, I've got a solid group there. I don't have that weakest link on there. I might not have Nate Solder. I might not have David Bakhtiar or Tyler Palumbus. But I've got five solid guys there. Defensive line is probably my strength with Abe Wright, Josh Hardigan providing the pass rush, McChesney and Tupo in the middle there. Um, and I like having Lawrence Vickers, his attitude on offense. Ryan, what do you like most about your team? Um, first of all, I, I'm a big believer that the quarterback is the key to success in college football. So I think I, I have by far the best quarterback. Um, that makes me happy. And then um, I really like my linebacking core. Uh, Jordan dies on BJBD. Akari Gadon, I would, I would like to watch them all play together. And then finally, um, I really like having Bobby Purify behind Joel Klatt for him to hand off to. Tyler, lastly with you. Yeah, I think I did a nice job of picking the cornerstone guys. I mean, I have elite number one receiver, Paul Richardson, um, elite tackles, Nate Solder, David Bakhtiari. Um, and then on the back end, I have Jimmy Smith, uh, kind of quarterback to secondary. Um, and then obviously the special teams guys are all pretty elite as well. Um, you know, I, I think Hugh, Char- Hugh Charles, where I got him, I'm comfortable with that. A lot of versatility. I, th- I think the offensive, the offense is a lot of weapons, a lot of versatility. Um, and obviously my defensive line is the one glaring weakness, I would say. Besides that, I'm pretty happy overall with the team. I had fun with this. It was fun bringing up some names that we haven't talked about in a while. Yeah. And uh, we, we were going to make this a little bit more interactive and release this Buff Stampede radio audio, let everybody hear the draft, and then vote. I started thinking about that more, though, and I didn't want this to become a popularity contest. And, you know, Which who can get the obviously, who, right? could, who could summon the most votes through social media and all that. So really wanted to, to put it out there to the fans um, and have them vote on the teams not knowing who drafted them. So um, we did that on the message board yesterday. Today we're kind of releasing this audio. I hope you guys found some enjoyment in hearing the draft. And then tomorrow we're going to have another content item uh, with the, the results of the poll as well as the, the full teams in case it was kind of hard to gather throughout this broadcast exactly who had who. But I think it should be fun for you guys. This was just kind of a different idea here in June when things are a little bit slower to hopefully get you guys uh, thinking about some some past guys. Question for you guys, since you can't hurt your own stock, do you think your team is going to win? Um <laughs> I think yes. I think you drafting Alex Lewis hurts you, and I think you drafting Cody Hawkins hurts you. That's why I feel the most confidence. Okay. If people want to take Cepho, they can. Everybody's a prisoner of the moment. Every team. I, should, I probably should have taken that into account. Every but team, for me, the, I mean, the career. If you if you're sitting that you're sitting at Cody Hawkins stats and you're looking at Cepho stats. Yeah. You can't tell me that. I really don't think you're you going to get Cepho. If but, I were to make a prediction here, I predict that Tyler's going to win. Um, I, based off Paul Richardson and um, I got some weapons I don't think Cody Hawkins I think people actually re- have gotten to a point where they respect Cody Hawkins for what he went through and what he did at this point well we might find out yeah, based yeah, off I, th- this. I think the weakest group overall is offensive line and I think I I, had, I definitely have the best three um, yeah. I, I like my list overall you have a good it's, secondary, Tyler. Jimmy yeah. Smith, Greg Henderson, Chappelle Brown, Ryan Walters, and Ben Burney. I'm going to yeah. need it because my team's getting zero sacks. Exactly. So. <laughs> we'll Whereas my, my secondary definitely doesn't have the star power. I, I did get J.J. Billingsley earlier, but 
uh, you know, Terry Washington in that group and Anthony Perkins, I might not get a lot of love for my secondary. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say, I mean, I do have Brad Jones and Walter Boyd on the outside, and they have a little bit of pass rushing them, so that may help me a little, but yeah, I mean, there's you no You could have put Brad Jones at defensive end, but then you would have been reaching for a linebacker. Yeah, yeah. So, well, this was fun, guys. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, no, I think it was definitely fun. A couple of names that you don't really think about too often. And going back to Alex Lewis, every team needs someone who can throw down 24 drinks. It's just you got to have it. This is this is a this is one of those team camaraderie type selections. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like BJ beating his ukulele is probably a good choice there as well. Yeah. I noticed the, the team together. I noticed a tweet from Chidera Uzo Deribe today, and it was all oh, about Alex Lewis. Alex so Lewis. funny. I retweeted it, and it, it was so funny. Oh my gosh, I'm getting a lot of Alex Lewis Snapchats. He must be out of jail. And I, I was uh, Kenneth Crawley actually responded to it with you know one of those emojis that's crying with like he was like 50 crying. <laughs> emojis so that was pretty funny too actually twitter related i would be curious we should probably put this out um in before we release it i'd be curious to see who the majority of colorado fans would have taken number one with the number one pick because yeah. i was surprised by the two quarterbacks early i thought it, it came, it came sure down to strategy one. not best player available if if it was just based off best player available i might have gone with paul richardson i would have gone Pete rich really yeah who would you have gone with nate Nate was number Nate's one. older. Yeah, I'll just that's as play you know playing the GM card he as was, I do sometimes for articles and just for my own fun. I will almost always take it elite tackle. You you got to understand though he was developing a lot of his career at Colorado. He was, he reached his potential like at the very end, and I know we're I mean, basing it off of that potential of college. He but was an All American. He was, on this but it, it took until his last year for it to kind of reach that level. Nobody else did though. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways to go. I I knew I wanted the number one pick, and I wanted to take Joel Klatt because I thought. The so other, when I offered you that first pick, it was like Christmas morning for you. Yeah, because I just I I thought actually before I drafted that I could just win the draft with that pick because I just it's the first name you're gonna see. But I think I I ended up hurting myself with a couple other picks. Yeah, I mean, I was. Same thing. I really wanted number one because I I personally thought that Nate was going to be everybody's first pick. So when he dropped me at three, I, I'm interested to see how it works out. And I like I said, I'm asking that question. I'm interested to see what the what everybody else would have done with that first overall pick. Well, we've run pretty long here, longer than we normally do. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be back uh, with some other shows, a little bit more topical to see you. Obviously, the summer camps are going on. There's some recruiting to talk about from the football side and recruiting to talk about on the basketball side. So look forward to another Buff Stampede podcast here in the, in the near future where we get a little bit more back on point. Again, hope you enjoyed listening to this show.